0: Welcome back to America's leading higher education podcast network, the EduP Experience, where we make education your business. This is EduP EdTech, dedicated to interviewing leaders at the front end of technology and innovation in education, hosted by the amazing, the outstanding, the incredible, Holly Owens. Now let's get to it and hear from your host, Holly Owens.
1: As you hatch plans for this year's orientation week, campus tours, and field lectures, use one of EdTech's favorite tools, GooseChase, to bring learning to life and up student engagement. GooseChase is an online platform for running real-world scavenger hunts that are simple to set up and play. Students compete for points by completing any challenge you set, like pose in school gear, support a local business and take a photo, selfie with a professor. The chase can be as weird and as wonderful as you make it. Visit goosechase.com to sign up and start building your first game. Hello everyone
2: and welcome to another fabulous episode of Ed Up Ed Tech. My name is Holly Owens, and I'm your host. And today I have a real treat for you. I can't wait for you to meet our guest today from Kokomo 24/7. He's the VP of Marketing, Sa Dow. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you so much, Holly. We're excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
2: I can't wait to get into all the things that you're doing at Kokomo 24-7 because this episode is what participants and listeners and faculty and all those people in the higher education space need to hear about, especially with what you're doing on your platform. So before we get into all the great things that you're doing at Kokomo 24-7, Tell me about your journey. How did you get into this space? And you know, tell us, tell us your story.
3: Sure. Well, um, you know, my education and career has always been uh, rooted in health and wellness. And so, uh, whether it's being on the front lines in the healthcare setting, or in the office space, or uh, going into sports, sports management, and recreation, it's always been basically focused on community well-being and public safety. And so. Um, over the years, you know that mental health and wellness became more of an issue in education, of course, for obvious reasons. And uh, obviously, uh, healthcare and education became a primary focus. And so that's how the transition kind of started from just the community setting and more specifically into education. Which you know, obviously, it's it's certainly critical because not only are we do we need to focus on educating our students, but making sure that they are have the safe and proper environment for them to succeed.
2: Yes. I think that, you know, as far as like technology is concerned and trying to make sure everybody who's coming back to campus is safe, it's important that we have these systems in place so that we can see that everybody is doing what they need to, to keep the campus safe or to keep the organization safe. So definitely this is a very, very timely episode. So as far as, you know, here on ed up at tech, we like to, we love to talk technology and Kokomo 24-7 isn't your traditional educational technology in the sense that it's something that you use in the classroom, but it's something that is really outside of the classroom space. Tell me about your personal definition of educational technology and how it relates to what you do at Kokomo 24-7.
3: Well, I agree with you. I mean, the stuff that we do doesn't necessarily, um, is not necessarily used in the classroom setting with the teacher and student. But as far as education technology, I see a broader scope where um, you take modern aspects of technology, whether it's uh, computer, mobile devices, software, the internet, and what you do is you use that technology to support the foundation and the environment of education, right? You support the classroom, you support the students, and you support the teacher. And so uh, whether it's software, uh, whether it's hardware, if that is being utilized to support education, then that's definitely... Uh, part of the education technology sector that we're focusing on.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, and I love talking to people from all different types of ed techs. You know, I I love the classroom space because I'm a trained educator, but these types of things are really important to highlight because these are the ed techs or the systems that people don't necessarily know about. We get all the shiny, glitzy ones that are in the classroom, but we want to know. What types of systems exist outside that are really helping, like you said, support that environment, that foundation that we need in order for the students to feel safe and comfortable learning?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: So talk to me a little bit about what Kokomo 24-7 does. You know, what are the products and services that you offer to help the organizations or the institutions? Uh, This is really this is really for you to like highlight, spotlight everything great that you're doing there, and tell the audience what it's all about. So go for it.
3: Well, uh, true to the name, Kokomo twenty four seven, we are definitely working twenty four seven as of late. <laughs> like, um,
2: are we all? Aren't we all?
3: <laughs> essentially, the, the the foundation of our company is public safety and and public health and wellness, and so our founders and partners and executive team all come from that background. Whether it's it, healthcare, uh, legal or uh, even if we have members that were part of um, counterterrorism boroughs. So we have a lot of people that have tremendous experience both in healthcare and in the public sector and in government. And so with that, um, our core product is basically a cloud-based safety platform we call the Kokomo 24-7 Safety Cloud. And so what it is is the safety solution that um, enables communities, educational institutions, uh, and workplaces to uh, have the ability to not only connect and communicate and manage, but also provide predictive analysis and solutions on how to manage uh, all types of scenarios so that safety is the number one priority. So whether it's data safety, whether it's management safety of the personnel or the student body population, or whether it's communication safety, because there's an emergency that's taking place or something that requires uh, immediate notification, or it's predictive analysis, where we use our AI technology to anticipate uh, scenarios where intervention may need to take place to provide a safe environment. That's what the Kokomo Safety Cloud does. And so we have a, a number of products within the safety cloud suite that addresses the concerns of whether it's educational companies or uh, private institutions or government agencies. Um, That's basically our bread and butter. And it's essentially been extremely busy for us over the last 18 months, obviously with with COVID, but we were fortunate
2: imagine I can't wait to get to the COVID question. Right.
3: I mean, (laughs) the fortunate part was we were already in this space so that when COVID did um, become a problem here in the U.S., we were able to transition um, our software and immediately um, apply it to uh, to various safety measures and protocols that needed to be put in place to help businesses and people, um, you know, essentially survive and manage their workflow.
2: Definitely, and it's it's so great that companies like this exist that can provide the the technological solutions again to make sure that every everyone is safe and um, feels safe. And and like you said, you know you didn't really have to pivot because you were already living in this space. Right. Um, so you knew what to do. And you I'm sure it was very comforting to some institutions and organizations that you were already working with and, and the new ones that probably reached out that you just had an idea of how to make sure everything flows the way it's supposed to, you know, and now getting back into the in-person thing. And we'll talk about this a little bit more, how how that has how you've had to come. I mean, like a comfort is a big thing when it comes to public safety and also, you know, things with COVID and that, that sort of situation.
3: You're absolutely correct. It's uh, it's, it's certainly uh, top of mind and, and focus for everyone now. Um, not only just for the specific institution, but just even within the, the community itself and how the local government uh wishes to manage it as well as a local public health and safety officials on how they want to advise and, and guide people through. So it's uh it's a, it's a blank canvas for a lot of people. And we were just very fortunate and, and um, blessed to be able to have an opportunity to help guide people through this difficult time.
2: Yeah. And I'm, uh, yeah, like I said, it's just, it's so refreshing to have companies like yours that exist to make us all feel better at what, about what we're doing and, you know, going back into the classroom and everything. So talk about what are some of the top features of your product? What are some of your, you know, clients saying your consumers, what do they just love about Kokomo 24 seven? What are they telling you?
3: Well, I think the first thing for everyone is simplicity. You know, part of health and safety is to be able to implement new solutions and, and new technology, it needs to be simple, right? You're not going to get any compliance if it's very difficult and clunky. And so we're proud that our solutions are simple. Uh, it's easy to adapt. If a company or a school wants to work with us, we can get them set up within 24 hours. So that's wow, that's cool, 24
2: right? hours?
3: Absolutely. That we can get It's
2: fabulous. Oh so
3: simplicity and compliance. Compliance is key because if, you know, the the, the all the users and the, and the student base and if everybody's having a difficult time getting on the platform, then you're not going to have compliance. So that's that's the first issue. Uh, the other the other aspect is security. We know that, you know, security is a critical issue and we've built a security team uh, and we have partners that have made sure that our platform is absolutely secure so that people understand that. Uh, any personal or health data that they share is secure and not subject to other people being able to access that private information. And then finally, I think the most critical aspect of our platform is we're comprehensive. We, like I said earlier, we have a team that anticipates and builds what a company or an institution may need. So, with the fact that the Safety Cloud has so many products, you don't have to. Let's say, if you need product A. You can stick to our company to get A, C, D, E, F instead of jumping from different companies so that data is seamless across all platforms. Oh, so, the best way I to describe it would be so like, like Microsoft, that. right? If you're familiar with the Microsoft suite or if you're yep. familiar with like the Adobe suite, you don't have to jump to different platforms. There's different softwares within all of them, but the information can be transferred seamlessly. So, it makes it easy for especially administrators having to deal with thousands and thousands of records of student data. I mean, you don't want to have to port it from different system to system. You want one simple administrative management system on the back end so that you can have all that information ready and easily available.
2: Right. And it's like, you know, a lot of institutions and even within the classroom technologies, you purchase something to solve a certain problem, but it sounds like you've anticipated that. And that's why you've made this like all in one uniform. Like this is just going to work with everything um, so that you don't have to go out and purchase those different, you know, types of products. That's, that's amazing. And I'm sure. Again,
3: it's a compliance issue. We have to make it simple and administrators, we want them to focus on what they do well, which is providing the proper resources for students uh, and the classroom. So I don't, we don't want them to have to spend hours upon hours upon hours educating themselves to figure out how to run a management system to handle other, other things. So we wanna make it simple and when it's simple, people can comply.
1: Remote learning, in class, back to remote, some sort of hybrid. You and your students had to navigate a tricky academic year and let's be honest, Community building and creating fun events for students had to take a backseat. As you hatch plans for this year's orientation week, campus tours, and field lectures, use one of EdTech's favorite tools, GooseChase, to bring learning to life and up student engagement. GooseChase is an online platform for running real-world scavenger hunts that are simple to set up and play. Students play for points with Q&A, GPS, photo, and video challenges. The chase can be as weird and as wonderful as you make it. Visit GooseChase.com to learn how other universities and colleges are using GooseChase. Then sign up and start building your first game. It's easy, it's fun, and students will actually want to get involved. This summer, EdUp EdTech is running its very own GooseChase with a grand prize winner scoring a year's subscription for their entire school. Download the GooseChase app and join the game with the code EDUP2021 to get your wheels turning and wings flopping.
2: Yes, definitely. Wonderful. So let's get to the COVID question because I want to hear about all your knowledge and everything you have to share um, that you've learned pre and post COVID. So how how have things shifted as far as when COVID hit for your company and now going into a post COVID world and people going back into the workplace, students going back to campus or students going back into school? What are you seeing?
3: Well, COVID has certainly impacted our company tremendously. Um, Obviously, it's made it busier, but uh, more importantly, it put a sense of urgency for us to not only repurpose a lot of our products to manage COVID situations, but to also be alert and aware of the changing needs of all the industries, right? And, and specific to education it was first, how do we do remote learning? And then how do we get students back to the classroom? And then how do we get make sure that they're safe? And how do we uh, collect screening records? And then now vaccination records and test records. So Our job here, and we built essentially a COVID task force team to not only be aware of the changing mandates and uh, guidelines from the CDC, but to also be aware of it from state to state, because it's different from state to state. And so the needs are different. And so for us, it's important because when people are talking to us, they're not, no one knows what the solutions are, right? This is new for everyone. There's not a roadmap as to, I need a, B, C, and D, and I just need you guys to provide this for me. So when they talk to us, there's a trust that we're providing them the right information and the right guidance as to what they need to do in the short term and in the long term. And so for us, it's important to be very knowledgeable about what's going on with the pandemic within their community and what we anticipate down the line and the, and the ability to be flexible should their needs change or should mandates change. Uh, obviously, with the Delta variant, things are changing again. And so needs and concerns are different. And certainly in the healthcare space, uh, we wanna make sure that um, the, the solutions we provide make sense with educators, students, and parents all across the board. Um, we saw that the vaccine was a critical component, especially with higher education, it's probably at the start of summer, but now we're seeing more and more vaccine mandates come out. It's up to, last I checked early this week, we're at 600 universities that are requiring some type of vaccine mandate for students to get back on campus. That's going to change in two weeks when we anticipate the Pfizer-Moderna vaccine to be FDA approved. And when that comes, that 600 is probably going to double. Right. And so. Uh, institutions are scrambling to figure out how to get students back on campus to be safe, how to track those vaccination records without having to do it via the Excel spreadsheet. And so for us, we saw an opportunity there not only to solve that problem, but while we were at it, we solved the other problem, which is all the other vaccination records they have to collect. Measles, mumps, rubella, which is something that higher education needs to collect, K through 12 needs to collect, and most of them have been doing it either via paper or this, basically some obscure software and Excel spreadsheet. Oh, I
2: know. I just guarantee to say, you know, we just, my little sister just changed school districts and it was, it was electronic via Google form, but still a little bit in this archaic in the sense, like that's what I'm thinking about. What you're, what you're saying here is like, why aren't these things connected? Like you should know that I went to the doctors and what school I go to. And then all that stuff can just be seamlessly integrated and sent off to wherever I'm at. You know, like we should I know how some people feel like that's like privacy concerns, but also being connected makes things more seamless. And but it also makes people more aware.
3: Right. And it's been challenging for I mean, I think there's the stigma that, you know, health data. One was difficult to collect in the first place because as individuals, we ourselves have terrible records of our own health data. Right. If yes. I asked you I have
2: paper, I have electronic, I have this portal that I went to for this doctor. And that
3: exactly. Part. It's extremely difficult already. So you can imagine how difficult it is um, for institutions like schools to collect that data. And then for notifications, like when, you know, little Susie, once she turns 10, she needs to get this shot and all that stuff. So it's, it's just hard to manage. So we provided a software solution to make that easier so that it's not something that you have to add an extra two to three hours a day of administrative time just to stay on top of it.
2: Right. And that's that's definitely not, we need to save time. We need to have streamlined workflows. All those different things are very important to us.
3: Right. And certainly in the post-COVID world, this is definitely going to be top of mind concern for everybody to yeah. understand let's say if an outbreak occurs the school can immediately identify who is vaccinated who isn't and what their health record is how they've uh what their health data has been over the course of you know the last year you know things like that so that they know if you know this person is a higher risk for this issue or not And so, and that helps to not only save lives, but also to kind of manage a situation that doesn't become more difficult. And we certainly know there's a lot of legalities around that. And part of our case management platform is to help institutions and businesses be able to track and understand what type of uh, outcomes that they've anticipated based on the solutions and mitigations that they've provided to uh, their population.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I can't, I can't say enough about that, you know, in situations in the classroom where we were thinking about who's going to be hybrid, who's going to be online, who's going to be able to be in the classroom. That's a direct impact on that, especially if another big outbreak occurs and we have situations where we're having to close down institutions or we're having like to go to this, this hybrid type model. So, wow, that's, that's wonderful that the technology that that you've set up can can help with that. It's 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 so innovative about you know and I love having these conversations with you know people not in the traditional ed tech space because I learned so much about what is what it entails and how it does directly impact things that are happening in the classroom.
3: Absolutely absolutely and we've kept it in mind that it's not just the school and the students but it's also the parents right their ability to have peace of mind with the data and the information that they have to fill out or upload for, you know, little Mikey and little Susan. Right. And so we want to make this simple for everyone involved and as be transparent as possible, too, so that people feel comfortable, you know, especially in an environment that has been somewhat politicized. Unfortunately, we want to respect, you know, the beliefs and the, uh, you know, just the policies that every individual wants to adhere to. Um, so we want to make sure we're transparent with what what the data is for, how it's being utilized, et cetera.
2: Yes. I love that so much. So without violating any sort of non-disclosure agreements or anything, what <laughs> is on the product roadmap for Kokomo 24-7? What's coming next?
3: Well, uh, the the biggest thing that we're starting to roll out right now is, okay, so the situation is we can screen and make sure kids are coming in safe, Right. They don't have symptoms, students are able to come on in. We're able to track health records as uh, students uh, voluntarily add that information in. So the next aspect is, which we talked about earlier, is how how can we make an impact in the classroom? And so we have what's called an occupancy management program that helps to do that. If we first started it in the office setting where um, if you look at it kind of like a, uh, a desk booking type of application where you can kind of track where everyone's sitting so that you can monitor and make sure, okay, we can rotate seats out, rotate desks and rotate areas, make sure this one is clean before the next student comes on in, things like that. And so... That was the big demand. What we started seeing in the summer as administrators were concerned, okay, we're going to bring students in. How do we, what's the, what's the operating flow within the classroom environment? You know, are they, are we stacking desks next to each other in an auditorium? Are they sitting here? How is that being managed? Is it just being done manually? So we've put together a management platform that essentially we can basically duplicate the seated, the office environment setting and the classroom setting, and then assign assign a target to each Place setting, whether it's a desk or a seat or whatever it may be, and so that should an institution decide to be able to track, so that there's a little bit more social distancing or, or time and space between uh, multiple contacts, that can be done.
2: Wow, <laughs> that is that's that's unbelievable.
3: So we want to make sure Love that it. productivity, right? We people need to get back to work, and people yes. need to get back in the classroom, and so. We understand that what we want to do is make it as productive as possible and as safe as possible and as simple as possible. So we essentially took the foundation of what you see some restaurants do, you know, when they have a reservation system and it shows all the tables and who's seated where and etc. We basically took that and added our technology on top of that for better management and better tracking so that that. You know, for example, if there's a cleaning crew that comes in like 10 minutes in between classes, they can just on their mobile device see which desk has been sat on and which desk needs to be cleaned, et cetera, quick, quick. And then when the next round of students come in, they can see a screen on on, on the wall or the the teacher can see it and know, okay, these these are the seats that you can sit in. These have been disinfected and cleaned, et cetera. So it's all tracked. And yeah, you know, people say that you don't have to use all that software to do that, but you kind of do because should, let's just say there's a legal situation later that comes about it, right? Now I have documents proof of what we've done to mitigate the situation how this particular desk was cleaned after this seating or this classroom was cleaned after this seating so that you know just for the peace of mind for everybody involved it's documented properly to show what has been done to make sure the environment is safe we know parents want kids to go back to school because i think parents are going to go nuts if they stay at home (laughs) longer right yeah so it makes it easier for the parent to feel less guilty about it or to feel judged about it if they're able to um Know that there are all these uh, systems put in place to make it easier on everybody involved, whether it's staff or students.
2: That's amazing, and I'm I'm sure it's yes. We de- we definitely want to have the. The students return to some sense of normalcy, especially the younger students. Like they've just their worlds have been turned upside down. Um, you know, being homeschooled and trying to trying to navigate those challenges, especially in the K through 12 sector. I'm not so much higher education, but K through 12. Wow, I just can't. You know, the, especially the younger, like the the pre K and the kindergarten. and, Oh, that I can't. I just can't even think about that. So it sounds like you're doing a lot of great things that's going to help mitigate that and also help that, you know, like I said, everybody feel safe and go back in into a space where they can just continue to learn. Right.
3: Teachers focus on teaching, students focus on learning. That's what we want to do so exactly. that all the stuff is running in the background. It's, it's easy and it's also cheap and simple. And, and, and just so your listeners know, we, we can work with, we've worked with institutions at, at all sizes. We have schools that are no more than, you know, a couple hundred students Um, We've worked with uh, after-school programs that are like no more than a dozen students. And then we work with uh, big organizations like right now we're onboarding the University of Michigan. And between students and faculty and staff, that's almost 100,000 people. Uh, We work with the second largest school district in the U.S., the L.A. Unified School District out here in Southern California. So it doesn't matter what size and scope. um, Don't feel that you need to be a big institution to be considered. And don't feel that you're too big to even be considered because it's too hard to manage our systems designed to, to manage all scopes and sizes.
2: Fantastic. Final two questions to wrap up. Thanks what did we miss? Is there anything else you'd like to share? And then I want you to put on your, your future hat, your, you know, get out the crystal ball or be Notre Dame-us. What does the future of EdTech look like? So do we miss anything, anything else you want to share with the audience? And also, I want to know your opinion. Where where are we going with this sort of thing? Where does Where is EdTech going? Sure. I don't
3: think, you know, as far as the podcast is concerned, our conversation, we didn't miss anything, but I think it's important as we've learned over the past 18 months that Ed tech needs to be more prevalent with educational institutions. I think, you know, when you look, compare to other industries, I think the school system is behind on a lot of technology that's available out there. So that's number one. I think that needs to be paid attention to. And I know it's difficult because it's there's standardizations, there's budgets, there's a lot of red tape that you have to get through. But if there's any time to think about it now, now is the time. And, and, and you can't just ignore things like you know like i know education's ignored safety when it comes to like mental health and things like that well just data data for for the student population is important so you know what you're working with in the event of a scenario like this so um, that's important. And, and companies like us, we're here to provide simple and easy solutions to help manage that. We're not asking people to, to reinvent the wheel or do something that's extremely complicated. We're taking technology that's existed in banking and it's existed in so many other formats and porting it over into the education sector so that it's simple and easy to manage. And, you know, considering where our students spend most of their waking day there, five days a week, I think it's important that we have all that relevant data easily accessible and available. Um, And as far as the future is, well, that's where the future is transitioning into, making sure that we don't overlook the tools that are out there to make the classroom environment safer and easier for students to learn and for teachers to teach. And that includes an environment where everyone feels safe, not just only safe from other people, if you will, but also safe from other environmental factors that may come into play. And so... We have students in our classrooms, like I said, five days a week, parents and everyone else needs to have the peace of mind that that's the safest place for a student to be. And when that's when that's there, then we get more support for schools, we get more support for teachers, and then we get more household support for education, which benefits all of us down the line.
2: Yes. Well said. And thank you so much for your time, Sal, and coming on the show and sharing all this information and things that you're doing at Kokomo 24 seven. We so appreciate you. And I know the listeners do too, and they're going to have to go into the show notes to, you know, find your website and connect with you and, you know, reach out and find out more about Kokomo 24 seven. So thank you so much for your time.
3: Thanks so much, Holly. We appreciate you guys.
2: One more thing to tell you before I let you go. Have you joined Just Goosing Around yet? Our Goose Chase Summer Adventure? You haven't? Well, you need to go right now to your phone, go to the App Store or the Google Play Store, and download the Goose Chase app. Search for the game code EDUP2021, and then join the missions. Listen to the podcast and win fabulous prizes. One grand prize winner will win a free year of Goose Chase for the entire school. That's amazing. You need to go and join this game and also learn how you can use this fabulous EdTech Goose Chase in your very own classroom. (music)
0: You've been listening to another episode of Ed Up Ed Tech with your host, Holly Owens. You can follow Holly on LinkedIn. You can also visit her website at jollyholly.me to find out more about what she's up to. Please head to Apple or wherever you download your podcast content and leave us a rating, review, and please subscribe to be notified of future episodes. This has been another incredible episode of Ed Up Ed Tech with your host, Holly Owens.